damned if you do, damned if you don't. It just seems like we're expected to be downtrodden as black people in this country by our own people and by others. And let's speak about let's speak about um, the so-called mainstream, which is a dwindling number, okay, because of uh, how can we put it? <laughs> Genetic annihilation. Those are terms that many Caucasians hate to hear. But when you are doing well, you must be selling drugs. You must be doing something illegal. You must be stealing. When you're doing bad, they love it. You're supposed to have torn up clothes, beat up cars, living and thinking on such a low level. But when you are holding your own, and I'm not here to throw off and say you have to have this amount of material items to have success. But when you are happy in your life, that is when you are successful. So we're not going to go there. This is just a basic exchange. And Mrs. Skurve, you're right here with me. You said some things that were quite profound over the phone last night when we were around and about. And I kind of want to duplicate that. You brought up some points especially as a woman who has moved here legally, I'll say it that way, from Jamaica. And you've worked hard. And I have to say that you have accomplished so much with so little. And I want you to name some figures too, but tell me some of the things that you've been through as a person coming to the country, as a black woman who happened to come from another country. <laughs> um. It was um, first a little, you know, it, it was a struggle. You know, you, you come here, you know. Mm -hmm. For me, um, working hard is not a problem because you have to, you, you, you have to work hard to get, get where you want to go. But, um, you know, it's, it's really hard when, you know, when you just come here and people don't, you know, I understand that they don't know you come from somewhere else and, you know, they, they're going to treat you a little different, even your own, because I'm going to say, not because I'm from Jamaica, but all of us is, as black people, we are, I consider myself, we are brothers and sisters, not the same blood, whatever, right, but right. we are, you know, so I, I always love my brothers and sisters, but some of us are different, like, you know, you come somewhere else and people look Let me like correct you. you, we are one blood, but what you mean is just like immediate family, right. calling the names, yeah. brother, sister. Yeah, you know. I understand. Yeah, yeah, but we're all one. Well, yeah, we and, are. and you know that. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. We're just not the same parents, from the same parents, so we don't have the same, you know, DNA, whatever. But I will interject that we should treat each other like we do. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know. We should treat each other because that's what I, I, I would want. Right. And that's what I want. And we've been but... scattered, so we're going to turn that around. Yeah. On the oppressor. Right. You but, know? Yeah, but the that's way... That's my brother, that's my sister. Yeah. How do you know? Well, how do you know? You yeah, help to mess things yeah, up. Yeah, because they, where they <laughs> mess us up and drop, off, drop some of us off in Jamaica, some of us off in Haiti, different islands in, in and, United and, States. And different... not to change the subject, right? But they say, well, well, many people have gone through slavery, and slavery is going on now. And so They try to deflect. Yeah. They try to deflect. I get a lot of comments on, on YouTube and everywhere. I get hate emails and hate text messages. That's to be expected in this game. But they always try to deflect. But we don't have our language. We don't have our culture. We don't have our true God. We're following something else. Mm -hmm. and, and everybody has gotten a little hump on us. This is like, sorry to be lewd, but I have to say this. This is like been one big gang bang. 
You know what a gangbang is. You got one woman, you got about 50 guys out there, and everybody's getting off on this one. Everybody uses us. It's a stepping stone. We, we're like the junkyard. You know, they, they use us for entertainment, for labor, uh, for defense, and, and the front lines of their wars, but we don't get anything from it. And we come here and we, we don't get treated like Americans. We are not that. We never will be that. But, but they, get, they, 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 they use us for everything. Sorry about that for that outburst. <laughs> yeah. Well, my thing is this. Um, okay. We come here and, and, and even the, um, let's say, uh, my brothers and sisters here in the United States, because they don't get treated right. They get treated so wrong. And even on the jobs, you, see, you don't see a lot, of, a lot of us on the jobs because the way people treat, especially black Americans, too, and they treat even us from the Caribbean bad, too, because they know you come here, they want to treat you wrong and, and pay you nothing to work and, and all that stuff. And the, the thing what, what I'm coming with when I was talking to you last night and I was saying that, you know, it, it really hits me um, last night while I was driving and I'm saying that to you that the way these people behave, you know, the way these white people behave towards us. You'll come here and you're making a little bit of money and you they see you come from the island and they said, this, there was this white man that said this, and I mean, he said it. This is not something that I hear or whatever. He said it on the job. He wanted to know how these people come here from the, from the island and driving nice cars and live in a nice home. And trust me, I never come here and sell drugs. Never. And whatever little little bit they were paying me I make sure I I, <laughs> I take that letter and, and and turn it into a high mountain you understand what I'm saying if if you know how to handle your money you can turn listen, it into listen, something listen I'm proud of of what you've done and it's no secret that you revealed before that you you arrived in the country in the mid 80s right and the job that you first got you have to tell them you have to tell them what you made an hour. No, 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 this is serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you just came here. You, yeah, you just came, was, you took what you can get. Yeah. And, and, and with that, and of course it went up more, a little more, yeah. but with that, from the time you came here to the time you purchased your first house with the money that you started with, please tell everybody. Mm -hmm. And I, four, I know things were cheaper. No, but $4.50 still, an hour. $4.50 an hour. Mm -hmm. $4.50 an hour. Unbelievable. And so, you still you, you're like a worker ant. They knock no, the no, no, ant hill down. You keep going. Yeah, but me, I I start saving at work in in my friend um, friend's locker at work because I used to put my purse in, in her locker. So she put your purse in her locker. But I trusted her. She was my friend. She, she and she's and she still is, your friend. And she's still my friend. She's a black American that I met when I came, and we're still friends for thirty something years. Our husband had passed away, and you know the kids were our kids were young, real little ones when I came here, and they like they treat me like I'm their aunt or whatever, and then you know, and they treat me with respect and everything. And I tell you, I respect her. I respect this lady and her husband. Her husband passing up, but I I respect both of them the way they have treated me. And yeah, I, I miss him. He's a good man. Yeah. I appreciate them, you know, I appreciate them a lot. And I tell you, to see these people say I would have loved to get him on the video. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, oh, he, he, he would have had to have his own show. Oh, he would have to have his own show <laughs> because he's he, man. He have so much to say. But this is this is why it's very important for us to share our real experiences. Um, instead of trying to be Mr. and Mrs. Hollywood, we need to really share our real experiences as much as we can tell because we can't tell everything. I mean, I don't expect people to yeah. tell everything, but this is why I encourage people to call and reach out to me if they have something they want to share because it's those real stories that make a difference when people, because you, it, people can feel the sincerity, mm-hmm. number one. Yeah. People could see that, oh, this person's just looking for hits or whatever. Exactly, Look, yeah. uh, if you hear any noise, we're sitting around the kitchen table right now. I'm trying to eat real cool. This is not going to be a long <laughs> one. But listen, y'all. I got the plate here, and I'm not going to chew by the microphone, but if you happen to hear a little bit, this is real. This is us. This is not trying to be something that we're not. We're just sharing this moment, but go ahead, Mrs. Yeah. Skirt. You know, and you know, I, it, I said to you last night, say, it, you know, the way these people talk about us and saying all these things, like, we, you know, I'm, I'm speaking from me, myself, and I'm speaking also from my brothers and my sister, because we all four of us came here at the same time, and we have accomplished a lot by working so hard. I mean, working hard because we know of our parents working hard and the way we grew up and stuff like that. We're not looking for nothing from we're not looking for handout. Four fifty now. You don't have any college degrees, right? No. Oh, I, I know that, but I'm just saying. But we not we didn't come here looking for handouts, and we work hard. Right. And and when my sister, she put herself through college, and my other brother, they put themselves through college. And and my other brother, he does for himself. Brother Kristen. You know, yes. and I tell you, we struggle a lot. I'm not going to tell you and lie. We struggled a lot. We went through a lot when we came here. And, um, you know, my father was married to somebody else. And, it, you know, it was a lot for us. And we, we went we went through so much. It's, I don't even want to really go there to talk about right. it because we went through a lot. All four of us, we, we've been through a lot. And, you know, I'm... Right now, I'm just so grateful to the creator, the, you know, the things that he have done for me and, you know, what I've been through and where I've been and could have been. And we never go out there and do drugs or booze or anything for all the things that we've been through. We never go that part way. And, you know, we have to be grateful for the little bit. We try to help each other and try to get up on our feet and do the things that we needed to but do. the bottom line, why is it that some of these damn Caucasians would look at you in a success story that you have had coming here and want to always put, and I'm not saying somebody said that to you, but you know how people talk, you know that look. Right. And even when you're dealing in certain situations, um, you know, and, and you're making how much, and, and you just purchased a home, and you did this, and you did that. Look. They inflict so much on us anyway, and they expect us to fall down because they're judging us by the state of their own mind. They know how damn weak they are, and they don't understand how durable we we are on one level for ourselves, but they understand how durable we are when they want to use us. Mm -hmm. And these these are the kind of people that say these, making these remarks. And and one of the reasons why he made that remark on the job, too, because there was this other Jamaican lady that works there, too, and she had just purchased a Lexus. And what remark was that? Said that... When he said that um, he don't know where these foreigners, where they get all this money from, can come here and purchase nice cars and, and nice homes and all that stuff, where they get all this money from. Because, you know, everybody think that because most of us, even the Jamaicans, they always think the Jamaicans are always selling drugs and that's why they have and, this and, and whatever. And, 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 and stuff granted, like that. there are some who yeah, do. Yeah, you have some who do, but, but you can't put, you know. In the media, 
they will love to keep putting that up. Yeah. Jamaican drug posse and Jamaican so-and-so, mm-hmm. this and this and that. And so, right, right. And, and you see these ignorant white folks, the first thing they, listen, white people, attention white people, you might want to write this down because this is going to be in the test. Every time you see a Jamaican person, you don't break out, hey man, weed man, haha, <laughs> weed man, Irie. Everybody doesn't smoke weed. Nope. Every person from Colombia doesn't sniff cocaine. Right. Everybody from Italy is not in the mafia. Even though when they get in a the fix, they try to act like that to scare you off from whipping their behind. <laughs> but, but stop with the generalizations. We're vast. And, and even we're speaking from a Jamaican point of view, this is everybody. Yeah, this is all a, black it's, people. It's everybody. It's all of us. I mean, I was born here. My father's from Jamaica. My mother's from America. But, but this is all of us, y'all. It's but especially, all of us. It's all especially of us. when they can't figure it out. Yeah. Because they know the, the the traps that they put out there for us to fall in, mm-hmm. and you have lot you have a lot of Black Americans that have been so successful. Su- yes, successful, <laughs> and you know they're just done, waking up. They've done well for themselves, and I'm proud of that because they're also my my brothers and sisters. Not because they are a Black American or African. I'm not going to say Black American in the African. You know, American. We're just saying say, that. But, you know. We're just saying it that but way. But we, we are the same. No, we, we're all the same. We're exactly. all the same people. we right. all one people. And, you know, as I was saying to you last night, you know, it's, it's, it's so hard because all of us will never come together. And it's a sad it's a sad situation that we'll, we all will never come together as one people. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if we, if we would just come together as one people, I'm telling you, we would. Mm-hmm. We could, uh, man, we could turn the world around. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we, we just can't come together because some of us hating on each other also. That's the, that's the other problem. Big time. Big time. And then um, the thing with, with, a, with a lot of these white people, I, I, I'm not, it's not everybody, but, you know, you, you don't. And we're going to stop saying that. Y'all, y'all should know that. I yeah. mean, for those who, who are there, right. y'all should know that. Because we're not saying that it's everybody. Everybody. But, you know, a lot of them think so bad about us. And, and I have to deal with people every day. And then you see some of these people and, man, they can't even look you in the face. That's um, the problem. That's, you and see you stand these people. tall. Yeah. And then tall. I see these people. They, they, I see them They'll a mile away. An attitude. And they, they, I know already that I'm not going to say hello to them because these, this is the type of people that a lot of these people you speak to them and they don't answer. So I look them in the eye and I see that this person, this person is not real. Right. It's not real. And I, I'm telling you, amen. Let me tell you something. Like I could look on you and look in your eye and stuff. It's some, for me, some of these, you, you see them and you look in the eye, some demonic spirit, like you look in the eye. I see, oh my God. Like, because me, my mind is it's, all over the place. And I'm thinking and you see somebody, like you, look, you look at them and, Man, you can see like it's like the one yesterday. Let me tell you about. I can tell you about. I told you about it when, you when told it happened. Me. Yeah, yeah. This woman, um, I do three and a half trips on this particular route. The half trip goes out and it doesn't come back in. The first trip I saw this lady on this particular bus stop, right down two stops down from the Pulse nightclub, where the Pulse nightclub shooting happened, and my, my route goes right by there. Right, uh, I saw her at the bus stop. She was staring at me, and she was staring at all the other drivers that went by. So I said, okay, maybe she's waiting for another bus, but she was staring so hateful. Right. She had to be about in her middle 70s, right? And in a wheelchair. So my trip is three hours round, right? So I'm going to get back at that point three hours. She was there. So wait a second, something's wrong here. So she flagged me down. I put the ramp out. She tried to roll herself up the ramp. She gets halfway. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. 
Oh my God. Like she's stuck. So I'm keeping a straight face. Oh my God. It was part of the hustle. But I gave people a chance because people have different ailments you don't know. So I went around the back door and came out from behind her and I said, I will push you up, let go of the, the wheels. I pushed her in. She had her driving Miss Daisy moment where I got this little nigga over here to push my wheelchair. Well, I got her on the bus and then I strap her down and she says, oh, where are you going? And I'm like, I know this is a damn problem because time is of the essence. Wheelchairs slow you down. You have to pick them up. So I said, where are you going? Oh, I'm, I'm going downtown uh, and I'm going to the homeless coalition. I said, ma'am, if you want to go downtown into the homeless coalition, you're going to have to get off and go to the other side. What do you mean I have to get off? I said, you're going to, you know, I left downtown and passed the homeless coalition. So if you'd like to get there, I, I think I'm going to stay on this bus. I said, it's going to be three hours before you get back. She already smelled like poop and I couldn't deal with that for three hours. So she stared at me. Let, let me off. Let me off. So I let her off. Three hours later, when I came back, she was still there. And I was letting off a wheelchair at that particular stop. And here she comes flagging me down again. So there was a brother on the bus who I knew. And, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I said, listen, brother, do me a favor, man. I'm not going to touch this woman. I'm not supposed to anyway, as far as the wheelchair. I said, do me a favor. Help her out on the bus. And I, 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 I motioned to the people I know. I said, this is problems right here. And so she got on, and she stares at me. I don't, you niggers this, and you niggers that, and you all think this, and you niggers and don't die, niggers and fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, God damn it, 1938, I'll slap you in your head, slaves. I don't know what she was saying. And then she turned around and got off after staring me down like it's a heavyweight championship stare down. And I turned to everybody and I said, you see, you see, she just wanted to waste time. And then she was doing all kind of hand motions like she knew some kind of occult thing to throw on me. Like, 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 like she could even know that stuff. Right. So lesson learned. Look at how life is kicking her down. I don't know her life story, but her face told me everything. But it bugged her. Look at the nigger with the job. Look at the nigger with the good job. Look at all these well-dressed niggers on the bus. I can't stand them. See, that's a hell of a reality to find yourself because we're all going to get old. We're all going to need somebody. And whatever's in your heart is going to be squeezed out like that old toothpaste tube where you don't have no more toothpaste, but you got to get that little corner mm -hmm. of toothpaste to keep your breath from stinking and keep no. your teeth clean. It kicks them in the behind. And that's why some of these wicked people, when they get to a certain age, they keep them in and don't let them out because they... They, they are so scared that they're going to start confessing of all the wicked stuff they have done to us. Yeah. So they keep them away, you know, because they, they will confess. And they probably, a lot of them in their home confessing, but that's why they don't, want, they don't want the public to see them because they don't want the public to hear it. You know, all the wicked things that they have done. And the other thing is that, you know, some of, the, some of these people, what happened with them, they'll see a black person doing well for themselves or come here and work hard and doing well for themselves and they don't have nothing and all the wickedness, them or their four parents and whatever, what they have done to us, you know, and all their suffering. But they suffer it because of all the wickedness. It's not right. nothing that we have done to them. We work hard and, and the creator see and know how hard we work and the suffering we go through every day and, and under the hands of these people. And as I was saying to you, if um if it's uh, if it's a white god 
black people is in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I mean, a whole hell of a lot of trouble. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know how the hell we're going to get out of But a lot of these of coons out here will say, well, it shouldn't be a problem. We've been worshiping a white God here on this planet. Oh, yeah. So it's business oh, yeah. as usual mm -hmm. for them. Yeah, we, we, we in a lot of trouble if it's a white God. I'm telling you. So <laughs> we have big problems on our hand. Big problems on our hand. And, you know, we just have to stand up and do the right thing and show these people that we can do it. And that's why I will, will say, you know, if we would just unite together, we would be oh my god we would rule this world and but because it's not gonna happen because we don't want to do it because if i have and you don't have it's a problem and i don't understand it because if each if we all have we're gonna help each other if i have i'm supposed to be helping so you can get up on your feet and that's how that's we right. come to unite together because i have and i can help you and the next person have because i help this person the other person can help the other person but that's not how it goes because if i help one person this person sometimes don't want to help the other person so we have problems right here exactly you know and we have to start thinking different we have to start thinking different from these people we have to have a mind of our own you know to do our own thing and that was you know, you know start we, we have to be a leader and not a follower that's because right. once because we be, we have so much follower that's why we're having so much problem start being a leader and start uplifting each Thinking other for ourselves you know not allowing the media yeah. or, or, these, or these wicked programs which are pro called programs for a reason yeah <laughs> to program us mm, program to, our to, brain right right we have to be with each other with a sense of desperation, like our very lives depend on it, because you know what? Our very lives do depend on us dealing with each other. I want to say this one more thing before we go, because we have to cut this one short. But this weekend, we're going to be doing a lot of content. I have a lot of things scheduled and whatnot, see? So, gentleman asked me on the bus, the same guy that helped me with the wheelchair, the crazy lady cussing me out, right? And he said, man, what are we going to do? And I said, listen, I don't know everything, but this is what I feel we need to do. We need to cut money out of the equation, number one. Cut this, this noose called money. Yes, I know we need it in the system to pay the rent and mortgage and food and gas and light and cable and car. All this stuff, I understand that. But we have to start thinking beyond that. Okay? We have to start thinking beyond that where we cut that out. Now, look, and I always use this analogy. If you're a plumber, I'm an electrician. If I need plumbing work, you'll do it for me. If I need electrical work, I'll do it for you. We can't say, well, I can only do uh, uh, so much electrical because you only did so. Do the damn job. Let the person, you know, gather up the materials, whatever, but do it. We have to find security in each other. We can't use an artificial measurement for our efforts. There's no way that we can use a monetary measurement to measure the love in our hearts. We have to know that we will go the full way no matter what if we come together as a people. Whatever it is that you offer or have as a skill or a talent or ability or a service, you have to. If we were put down somewhere, way out somewhere in, in the middle of an of a open land and we had to pull for each other, we can't say, well, I'm only going to do this much because you did that much. We have to all put all hands on deck. And that's the way we have to think and we can get rid of this thing called money because it's imaginary paper monopoly money anyway. And our success should not be measured by the white man's standards because all he sees is materialistic foolishness. Our success should depend on the love that we have for each other that we can oh, yeah. walk into anybody. I'm not going to say walk in. Yeah, I might be naked or something, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> right? you don't want to see that. <laughs> Maybe 20 years ago. But yeah, the thing is, we should be able to feel free that if I'm five miles away in my community, that refrigerator that's full will feed me if I need it. 
That if your kids uh, need to take a nap before they come home and they're a distance away, you know they're safe. Right. And there's accountability. Mm-hmm. The world is heaven on earth if we have it that way. But You're no, we're, we're trapped other. in a hell yeah. because we're trying to jump through the hoops from this wicked man who put this system into place and snatched ours away. We don't run our way no more. We don't even know the our way anymore. You know what I mean? And, and the bottom line, you got anything else you want to say, Mrs. Curve? <laughs> <laughs> I know you have no, something else you No, no, say. no. I'm just saying, as you say, we, you know, we really should be taking care of each other. And, you know, all of us, should, we shouldn't have to worry about our children when they leave for school. If I'm home or, or the other person is home, we make sure we look out for them, make sure they are safe and they're not hungry. If they're hungry, we can be able to feed them. We trust, in every, you know, we trust everybody around us so we can really take care of our children and make sure say, the kids, are, nothing ain't going wrong with them. They get their homework done every day and, you know, things that we need to do because we're doing things in our community. And if we're doing things in our community, we, we're teaching our kids our culture. You understand what right. I'm saying? And they know the, the kids are not going out there and doing all the things that they're doing now, like their pants dropping way down on the, the knee and walking around like they have, Homo you know, and, and, and shit in the behind, like they shit up <laughs> themselves and they're walking in the pants <laughs> down on their feet and all that stuff. It's so disgusting. It's terrible, man. I'm telling you, and, um, and, and Monday when we were coming home and we were at, at Sanford Airport and, and, and saw this young guy, young black brother, uh, with his pants almost down off his knee, and I was hoping that he would drop right off his right to his ankle, you know, because I mean it's so disgusting, it's disturbing, man. And uh, when I see those kind of things, it's, it really pains my heart that a young man would be walking out there like that, you know, with your underwear showing. It's disgusting. It's, it's uh, to me. But, this, but that's so, where that's where we should be, and that will be applauded you know? on sites like TMZ. Hmm? Imagine Harvey Levin, a, a gay Jew, makes so much money. And I, and I know Harvey Levin. I worked under him for a good long time on the People's Court TV show. And I know how this little jerk talks. He's a jerk. He's egotistical and self-centered. But most of what you see on TMZ, this is just an example. It's us and our decadence. It's never anything uplifting, right? I remember, I think it was Marion Barry, the mayor, and, and it was a story they did about, and they called him a crackhead or something like that, and Harvey refused to change the title. You know what I mean? And... um. That shows you their arrogance. But we can't let them dictate what we consider success. Success, in my mind, and hopefully a lot of other people, means our connectedness to each other. How we love each other. The heaven on earth that we give each other. Because every time one of these devils out here see us treating our woman right, right? And doing right by our brother. And and, and, and Given $5 if the person in front of you doesn't have it or they're short and they got hungry kids right there. Every time you do that, they grit their teeth and they don't love it. They don't like it at all. And like this article that I was reading, one thing that irks them is when one brother sees another brother that they know don't know each other and they give them that little chin up motion. What does that mean? Why are you doing this? How can all these black people have that motion? They don't want to see us connected anymore because for us to be connected, they can't exploit us anymore. For us to be disconnected is for their gain. So there are many ways to fight white supremacy and racism. And our success in each other, we need to show each other love unconditionally. Because that's the only way that we're going to make it through. Peace out. Leave your comments. Know that we love you all. On to the next one.
make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.